Hi there. Thanks for listening. This episode is sponsored by Matt, the Mortgage Guy, a California mortgage broker and real estate investor with your interest in mind. For good, honest advice and any of your residential financing needs, go ahead and shoot him a message at matt at themortgageguy.com or feel free to text him directly at 916-529-7600. Remember, when you're ready to apply, call Matt, the Mortgage Guy. And just so you know, for one rental at a time fans, he is waiving his $6.95 processing fee. Take care. January 1st, 2021, and this is our first daily financial news of the year. If you don't know, you if you subscribe to this channel, you will get access to 365 days of daily financial news. I've been looking at the financial markets for over two decades. I successfully built up a real estate portfolio from a single house to financial freedom. And now what I do is take my daily habits of reviewing what's going on in the market, the consumer, cost of capital, things of that nature, and I share them with you live seven days a week at 7.30 a.m. So if you want to get updated on your daily financial news in about nine to 12 minutes, do yourself a favor, hit subscribe. Uh, Note, if you do hit notifications, you will probably get four to five videos a day because not only do I do the daily financial news, I interview five multimillionaires Monday through Friday. Uh, I do a Q&A session on Saturday and talk about my goals on Sunday. So I create a lot of content. If you don't want all those notifications, don't hit it. Just subscribe. Give me a thumbs up. And for my daily viewers out there, Happy, happy new year. Thank you for coming along. This is going to be an exciting year. Uh, I put out a video about a half hour ago, really highlighting what we're going to be doing on this channel. We are going to try to strengthen and grow the middle class. We are going to have conversations about money, income, spending, and yes, investing. This is going to be a lot of fun. A couple little housekeeping items. First and foremost, you should know that uh, you are going to get six or seven short videos today. I had each of my experts record a New Year's message, and uh, that is coming your way. They'll come throughout the day. I think they're as short as 50 seconds and as long as three minutes. So depending on which multimillionaire you like, you can expect a New Year's message from them today. Second, As you know, uh, we had a goal to try to get to 400 five-star reviews on Amazon. We almost got there. It was a a pretty crazy goal. We were like 39 short six days ago, and we just missed it. We got to 394. So my hope is by Sunday, if you can help me out, get to 400, that'd be pretty cool. Not many self-published authors get to 400 five-star reviews. So if you could help me out, that would be wonderful. And just so you know, yes, we will do a live Q&A tomorrow at 8 a.m. If you have questions you would like to ask, let's get it started. It is a new year. I am very excited about real estate in 2021. I've told you inventory is coming. I've told you to do your homework. Uh, I'm actually probably going to do another live stream after this one just talking about why I'm so excited. But you came here for the daily financial news, so let's get started. First and foremost... It really does look like the U.S. dollar is likely to continue its downward trend. 
what you are seeing or likely going to see is the world economy is becoming less risky, right? There is less fear globally. And usually what that means is that means the U.S. dollar goes down because, again, when people are afraid, countries included, they come to the safest place, which is the U.S. dollar or the greenback or whatever you want to call that. Now, with the greenback returning essentially nothing, with our uh, our very likelihood of spending a god-awful a lot of money this year, I mean, geez, lots of money this year, uh, it is very likely that we are going to see the dollar depreciate. But if you see it coming, you can diversify out. You can own assets with fixed rate debt and all these things we talk about on this channel. If you buy real estate and the dollar depreciates, guess what happens? If you have fixed rate debt and the rent increases, guess what happens? Let's just say owning conservative, cash-flowing, single-family homes, it's a good thing to do. So again, uh, that is what's coming our way. I believe there is going to be a general movement away from the U.S. dollar to quote-unquote riskier assets. But again, it's something that we can go after. Uh, again, that $900 billion stimulus that was just approved, and I've heard uh, the $600 checks have started to show up, That's that first off wasn't stimulus. That was life support. Uh, but again, I think that's dollar negative. Uh, so that is interesting. Uh, it is pretty clear that we're not done. Uh, it's pretty clear that the next administration uh, is going to uh, keep the printing press on high. Uh, so that means you can do, um, you, you can either sit down and watch it happen or you can prepare and get ahead. I did see an interesting quote yesterday. I'd love your thoughts on this. Mitch McConnell in the Senate. Uh, when he was asked about the $2,000 checks instead of 600 he called them socialism for the rich. Socialism for the rich. I've read that a couple of times, and i got to tell you, it doesn't sit well with me. The rich were bailed out with the CARES Act. I mean, has anybody looked at the stock market? Who do you think owns, I don't know, 80 some odd percent of the stock market, 90%, it's the rich. Frankly, who owns real estate? Myself included, right? Uh, I think we've already been, been bailed out, if you will, if not named. I don't know if that's socialism. That word really bugs me, obviously, right? I'm a capitalist. I believe in our system. It's not perfect by any means, but it's the best we've seen. But I guess I get socialism for the rich, and it's really pointing out that people would save it. Um, that said, you could have added guardrails and focused that dollar amount. Right? That was an option. They could have done that. Right? They could have said, hey, if you make, I don't know, pick a number, less than 40 grand a year, you've been out of work for six months, we're going to give you, I mean, they could have, right? They just chose not to. Next up, I've been thinking about 2020 a bunch, as maybe you have. I think there's some lessons learned that if you listen to them, it can help influence 2021. 
Because again, I think 2021 is going to be a very good year for real estate investors. It, it should be a good year for you to get your first or your second or your third. Um, and this, this is why. First and foremost, it is pretty clear that the folks that were least impacted by the crisis were the folks that could work from home. Generally speaking, the folks that would work from home are college educated. And um, that's, you know, an ugly truth, right? If uh, you had a white collar job, you could work from home. You were, for the most part, uh, able to be not very impacted, at least financially. Next, this is a big one. And if you watch this channel, this is a big deal. Um, owning assets. Owning assets is a good thing. Owning assets is, generally speaking, always a good thing. Last year proved it, right? Real estate, up. Stocks, up. Bitcoin, up. Just lots of, you know, when the Fed, right, don't bet against the Fed was never more true than 2020. I believe if the dollar continues to deflate, depreciate, that trend of owning assets will continue. However, remember this, Mark, because it may happen near the end of the year. If inflation picks up or the Fed has to raise rates, that will dampen this stuff. So we will see uh, what's going on. But we have to watch that. So get ready. Get your fixed rate debt early, right? Because I don't, I don't know if it will stay all year. It should stay for the first six or nine months. I'm a little nervous about the end of the year. Next, for me, the millennial buyers are going to be the dominant force for the next decade to 15 years in single-family homes. They were already starting when you look at the data, and Jonathan and I talk about that on Thursday. They already started in 2018, but 2020 accelerated. Class A, urban living, out. Space is good, single family, backyard, front yard, garage. Go get that fixed rate debt. Millennials, first-time buyers, are going to be dominant forces for at least the next five years. Watch that. Another thing, California exit is real. That will have an impact on California cities like California or like San Francisco and LA. But realize what we're talking about. California is a large, the largest state via population. And we get enough Cal exit, we are going to influence other markets like Phoenix like Vegas, like Texas, like Florida, like Nashville, like even perhaps New Hampshire, although that's probably more New Yorkers. It is becoming a trend, and I think fear of missing out is going to make it happen more. High-income individuals are going to go to states with no state income, especially if work from home continues. This is was a trickle. It was always talked about on the fringes. But if you're investing in another state and you can see and Californians coming, that will be a good thing. The other thing is very interesting. I don't know that this has been picked up by the financial media a lot, but 2020 proved Americans could save. 
Our savings rate historically has been abysmal, just abysmal. But 2020 proved we can save. Now, you could argue we saved because there was nothing to do. Okay, fair. But I choose to look at it the other way. Maybe, maybe 2020 has told us, you know what? We don't need all this new stuff. We don't need another outfit. We don't need this or that. We'll see if that changes. And I do expect some consumers, as soon as this opens up, to empty the savings account. But maybe, maybe we've proven that we can save. Another thing, I just think 2021 is going to be the reverse of 2020. 2020 was inventory reduction, fear. I believe 2021 is going to be inventory explosion because people want to move. And again, millennials are buying movements, Cal exit, all of that stuff. It is January 1st, so Brexit is official. The trade deal between the UK and the EU is done, this first day of operation. Uh, it's interesting that Brexit took four years after the population approved it. Uh, it is going to be interesting to watch the UK this year. It's I don't know what to expect. I, I guess just intuitively expect short-term pain, but maybe some long-term gain. But it's going to be interesting to watch. If you're in the stocks, especially the high flyers, I think you got to be a little careful. I do think there's a great rotation coming. Uh, you're already seeing it. Some of the IPOs like Palantir and Snowflake and others, CrowdStrike. Right? There's some people selling out of those and maybe moving to more value. But if, if this economy does open up, even slightly, you're going to see that value becomes a lot more interesting instead of, hey, let's all get in the same six stocks. So that, that rotation will happen this year. Is it Q1? Is it Q2? Is it Q3? We shall see. Uh, but that is certainly going on. And the last thing I noted right before I hit, uh, hit go live was airlines. <laughs> I can't even say this word. It's crazy. They lost $35 billion last year. Can't fathom $35 billion last year. All right, that's what I have for you. Again, remember, if you are interested in getting daily financial news, you got to subscribe. You got to give me some love. Give me some thumbs up. And let's just have a great year. 2021, let's make 2021 a great year. Let's smile more. Let's help people. Let's just have more fun. All right, everybody, take care. Bye-bye.